Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt, and um, this is becoming a theme now, and that I am I am not loving on this podcast, and that is Casey is uh, down in the parks uh, again, uh, so uh, uh, he had to go get his Oswald magnet, and you know just in general have a good time while uh, I sit up here and hold down the fort in our virtual recording studio. <laughs> but um, in all seriousness, um, Casey did get to, um, uh, if you're following Magical Memories uh, by Casey Woolley, um, you will know that he got to do an AP preview of the new Moana um, walkthrough attraction that um, is opening in Epcot. And so rest assured that next week we will be able to get the full report on what he thought of it, um, as well as, you know, I'm sure other things that will happen. But um, uh, for today, I wanted to do something um, uh, because, uh, so I, we, we like to pitch top 10 lists here. And, um, uh, you know, Casey and I's Disney palette is, is, is it differs. And this is fine. Um, you know, I, I am more of a movies person. If you've been with us from the beginning, you will know that there very rare is it that there is a movie that Casey has seen that I have not seen, um, where it is very common for uh, me to uncover that um, Casey has not seen insert movie here. Um, and uh, so what that means is a list like the one I'm about to do, which is the top 10 obscure Disney characters, um, is is not one that um, uh, is is fair for my partner in crime to do because uh, he has not uh, had the joy of watching as many films as I have. Um, some of this is probably smart on his part because I have seen some some movies that um, I question why I sat through them. Uh, but I also find some hidden gems here and there and find some hidden gem characters. So my, um, my, my parameters for this list, um, are that this has to be not at all a mainstream character. So like, if you're looking at the Wikipedia page of a movie, if it's like, um, if it's someone who's like in the top, two or three uh, lists of characters in this movie, it does not qualify. Um, trying to like pick out, not necessarily ones from obscure movies, though some of these are. Um, I, I wanted, really wanted to just kind of highlight some of my favorite characters that I'm not saying that they need to be meet and greets at the park or that they need their own spin-off shows, or that I want to see more of them come, you know, come to the Disney Disney universe. Not at all. But for what they are in each movie, um, they're really great. Um, you know, they, and they often have limited screen time, but they what they do with that limited screen time uh, is is really awesome. So, without further ado, let us kick off my list. I'm going to pull it up. Um, all right, I am going to start here. I'm going to start with number 10, and that is going to be the School of Fish from Finding Nemo. Um, and you might be thinking, well, hey, there's a lot of fish in there. Um, but I'm talking about the School of Fish that uh, gives directions to Marlin and Dory. 
um, where they do like a whole game of charades and they mock Marlin and they do um, it, it, it's it's just delightful. Um, I quote often the "It's in that direction." Um, nobody knows what I'm saying. Nobody understands what's going on, but I know what's happening. Um, I think for a character that is on screen for what? Three minutes of the movie. Um, it is a really fun kind of insert into, into the movie. And I think it adds uh, a nice little bit of charm. So, uh, an unnamed character, just the school of fish. I don't think they actually, I, I should look this up. Does, do they actually have a, a name? This should have been, you know, this would have been, um, research that I could have done beforehand. Um, but you know, why, why would I do that? Okay. Let's see here. Yeah, 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 da, 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 da. Oh, yes. Uh, okay, great. It is a school of moonfish. So, haha, I did not, um, I did not screw up colossally. Um, all right, number nine. I have Archimedes from The Sword in the Stone. Um, Sword in the Stone's a really charming film. Um, our fairy pod mother, uh, Amy Birchman, um, uh, of course, is a very huge uh, Meta Mim fan who... Uh, I guess also could make this list as well, but um, there's a lot of delightful characters in here. But Archimedes is a very fun one because, um, you know, Merlin in the Disney universe is a little bit, um, a little bit aloof, a little bit wacky, and Archimedes is a little bit more of the grounding presence, a little bit of a sassy character trying to uh, be the voice of reason in certain in certain situations he's highly educated he does have the ability to speak and so he he often quips and really um uh, uh creates a, a little bit of a um a, a, creates a very fun character in a sword in the stone so sword in the stone is really if you have not watched this movie um it's it's got a nice charm to it and if you're thinking well i don't really like king arthur and knights of the round table it's very much not that um it's very much kind of a wacky adventure like they turn into different animals like i think they're squirrels at one point if i remember like it's 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 crazy um so archimedes archimedes is my uh um number nine all right. Um, number eight, I have, um, I'm cheating a little bit, as we always do on the top ten. I have the Headless Horseman and Ichabod from uh, uh, the um, adventures of, um, I almost said the many adventures of uh, Ichabod and Mr. Toad, but that is combining the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh and uh, 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 the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which actually does sound like a really great Disney crossover that should happen. Um, um, anyway, so, um, Headless Horseman, first of all, just great design. Uh, like there, there's a reason why the Headless Horseman comes out, uh, uh, every Halloween at the Disney parks, because it's just a really scary and cool character. Uh, but Ichabod, I don't think, gets his, uh, gets his, uh, uh, fame and his, uh, uh, rightful praise. Um, he's kind of a goofy character in this. Um, you know, you got the Bing Crosby is, of course, the, um, is the, per Bing Crosby is the person that, uh, uh, is the narrator and kind of, you know, does this whole Ichabod Crane song. He's just this, like, really lanky professor with a huge Adam's apple that loves pie. 
And uh, like lo him loving Pi is a huge part of the of the uh, first part of that movie, the non Mister Toad part of this movie. And uh, I, I just I, I think he's just kind of a goofy character. And uh, then him paired with the headless horseman, I think, makes it just absolutely delightful. Uh, number, what am I on? Number seven, I have Clopin, or Clopa, Clopin, Clopin. I have uh, the, the jokester guy, the, the, the jester guy from uh, um, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Let's see, how do I actually pronounce his name? Because I, I just butchered it. Um, okay, what, what is there? A, can I get a pronunciation, please? Internet. Oh, here we go. Um, okay, no, that doesn't help me. Um, okay, well, it's 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 some kind of French. I'm not French, um, but it's the jester guy from a uh, um, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, I think that what I like about this character is that. He is an interesting one to talk about in terms of what he does in that movie. Because um, he starts out as the narrator of the movie. Like, he, he sets up, he sets the scene for us. Um, you know, it's, it's, we come in and he's telling these, he's telling these um, children about um, Quasimodo. And so, clearly, this has happened after the the events so we get him as like this narrator figure then we kind of catch him again in the song of topsy-turvy and topsy-turvy day and then we catch him again in more of like a sinister vibe where when uh the the court of miracles happens and so he th this character pops up in in like three different spots in uh in this movie and each time he very much steals the show so, like, the opening, um, uh, The Bells of Notre Dame, uh, criminally underrated, uh, 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 song in the, in the Disney universe. Um, and then Topsy Turvy is just a really fun and wacky song. Um, there's just a lot going on in that scene. Um, and then in the Court of Miracles, like, he very much is meant to be more menacing, but also he still has that whimsy goofiness with his little puppet. Um... And that transition from him and his puppet and even in the opening scene is, is really fantastic. So um, I, I, I really like the role that he takes in that movie and that it kind of evolves even in, in just how limited screen time he has. Like, I wouldn't call him necessarily a villain. He's not a villain by any means. But... Um, like, again, that whole Court of Miracles scene makes him, like, a little more menacing than, uh, I think, what what the first couple appearances have. So, um, all right, I'm at number, uh, let's see, I'm at number six, right? Yeah, six. Um, uh, Clawhauser from Zootopia. Um, ah, this, this character cracks me up. Um, his whole, like, he's obsessed with a pop star. He works at the front desk. He likes treats. Um... He's really excited to meet people. He is your perfect customer service type person. He is the person that you want at the front desk. And he's obsessed with Gazelle. And uh, when he discovers that the chief is, Chief Bogo is is obsessed with Gazelle or, you know, listens to Gazelle, his reaction is fantastic. And even in, in, um, in the case of 
his character gets a really sad moment when uh, you know he's being removed from the front desk because it's like, well, you're you're a you're a predator, and we want prey to feel more comfortable here in in the police office. So we have to remove you. And he's genuinely sad about that. He loves the job of being out in front of people and making people's day and making them smile and uh, uh, helping them out. Um, so uh, for that reason, I have Clawhauser at my number six. And really, there's a lot of Zootopia characters. Um, you know, Zootopia is one of those movies that has a lot of... Um, side characters and characters like pop up here and there and there's actually you know when i was going through like kind of one of my obscure disney characters there's actually a lot of movies that have a large cast of characters i mean you could pull any from toy story i think is very very you know obviously has a deep cast um cars is another one that i think there's a lot of uh uh, uh characters that just kind of pop up one-off things uh uh you've got um Oh, I just had it in my head, and I totally forgot it. Oh, uh, A Bug's Life, I think, with the whole circus gang. I think um, uh, I, I, I think you have a lot of characters there. I think one of the challenges of this list was, and I think The Bug's Life Circus Gang is a perfect example of this, I couldn't pick out one character that I thought really stood out in the movie because that circus gang just works so well as a unit that just kind of cherry-picking one of them out just kind of felt a little strange. So, like, I really like Heimlich, and I really like, um, you know, Slim, and I really like Francis. But um, to say that, like, I felt like one of them was in my top ten was just kind of like, ah, just, I just, I'm just not... I'm just not feeling that in terms of like where where we're at. So, um, you know, I think there there are a lot of these side characters that work really well in the group, and I think that the um, the circus characters uh, from A Bug's Life are a perfect example of that. Okay, um, uh, uh, I am moving into my number five, and I have, of course, I xed out the. Um, research that i had so hang on one second while i pull up this because i actually have like some real research on this um okay um so i have um from the movie brother bear rut and took um who are a pair of canadian moose um voiced by rick moranis and dave thomas um so um this is um these characters um, are based on uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, who, uh, if you, um, uh, who first appeared on Second City Television, um, SCTV, on uh, September 19th, 1980, um, who, uh, they are a pair of fictional Canadian brothers who host the Great White North. Um, and so Bob is played by Rick Moranis and Doug is played by Dave Thomas. Um, and it, this kind of became a pop culture phenomenon. Um, you know, I, I'm sure there's many of you that when I mentioned the uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie from the Great White North, this, um, you know, uh, uh, this, you know, kind of rings a lot of bells for you because um, they were very, 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 very popular um, in the 80s. So um, uh, the duo was in award winning television commercials for television commercials for Pizza Hut um uh mcfarland toys produced action figures of these people 
Um, the fastest computer in Canada in 2003 was named after Bob and Doug. Um, this computer is being was being used to simulate supermassive black holes and collisions of galaxies, um, and was named after Bob and Doug. Um, and of course, you know you've got the um, you've got the 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 um, the brother bear, you know, uh, Rutten Took. And interestingly enough, um, if you own the DVD of this, they recorded commentary for the movie as the moose. Um, which is just fantastic. Um, uh, I'm going to have to 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 w- uh, listen to this because what that seems like is they just paid Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis like guys just sit here for like an hour and a half and watch this movie and just like pretend you're these characters and riff on it. Um, they definitely steal the show in the movie um, and uh, again like pop culture wise like uh, uh, Dave um, uh, Dave Thomas and uh, um, and Rick Moranis are two legends. So um, I, I put the, them in there not only because they steal the show, but um, that it also is such a like uh, take on a huge pulp pop culture phenomenon that um, I I was I, I wanted to put it in there to mention it. So if you have not watched Brother Bear and you are a fan of uh, uh, the Bob and Doug Great White North. Um, give it a watch. Um, it's it's definitely worth it, and a very like um, there's a there's a there's some heart moments in there, and you got a Phil Collins soundtrack. Uh, so if you are uh, if you're a fan of Phil Collins, you have a lot of you have another you know good soundtrack with with good old Phil. Um, so worth a watch. Worth a watch. All right, number four. Number four. I have another mainstream movie, not one of my favorites, but one of my uh, characters, and I cannot believe is in the pop, uh, top four, but uh, here we are, is Wiggins from Pocahontas. Um, this is such a forgotten character, I think. Um, you know, every villain has kind of like the goofy sidekick. And, of course, we love the, you know, Iagos of the world and the hyenas of the world, but... Wiggins is just very, very. He's anytime he appears in that movie, I think that's why um, I can tolerate watching that movie because, man, I mean, I mentioned this on the on the pod. Um, it's it, that 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 romance creeps me out. Um, uh, there's there's just a lot of strange things about the movie that just give me the ick, as the um, as the kids are saying today. Um, but what does not give me the ick is Wiggins. And his whole, like, gag with the arrow, uh, his, like, trimming of the trees, his hiding as, as things are exploding and things like that. I love Wiggins. I think he is a criminally underrated character. Um, and uh, he makes my top four, actually. So, all right, we are in the top three. And, oh, man, do I have some bangers for you. Um, it would not be a solo pod if I did not mention a character from Emperor's New Groove. And um, see, and this is where my obscure Disney characters uh, does not work for my favorite Disney character, which is Kronk. Kronk is way too mainstream for this list. And I, so I have for this list, however, is Chica, who is uh, Pacha's wife. This character, let me lay out why this character kicks butt. This is a mom of two kids, young kids, with one on the way. She is very pregnant in the movie. Um, Pacha has to go on foot to the palace, and she is left at home to uh, take care of said children. 
uh, while being pregnant. I have never been pregnant, uh, nor will I ever will be, but I have watched my wife be pregnant twice, and I have watched other people be pregnant. Um, and so, uh, uh, if you ask a pregnant person about this, um, taking care of children when you are pregnant can be very difficult. Um, and, um, and so you got to respect her. She is, um, she is a loyal wife and, uh, not afraid to, uh, take charge of situations. She doesn't take any nonsense from her children or her husband for that matter. Um, you know, very, uh, uh, strong headed, um, is that a word? I don't know. Whatever. She's in control of the situation. And then she's also got a good humor on her. Where um, Yzma, when they come by and she's trying to uh, trick them and she knocks over the drink so she can go talk to Kronk, and she goes, no, 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 allow me. And then she proceeds to try to pick something up uh, very, very pregnant, which, again, talk to a pregnant person about uh, picking something up. Um, not easy to do. And then, uh, once again, she is not back down from the challenge. When her husband explains the situation, she is, no, 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 you guys go get the emperor to the palace me and the kids will stall this really old woman and this strong man. So, um, Chica from Emperor's New Groove, if you are wondering, who in the world am I talking about? How can I get, uh, how can I consume more of this pregnant mother uh, who is awesome? You should watch The Emperor's New Groove. One of the many reasons why you should watch The Emperor's New Groove. Alrighty. Oh, oh, number, number two, we have, this was a, a tough decision because um, there's a lot of great characters from this movie that could make this list, but I went with Wilhelmina Bertha Packard from Atlantis, the Lost Empire. So Wilhelmina uh, uh, is uh, the, she's a old woman who smokes cigarettes in, uh, and she like is the secretary of the ship. She like answers the phones and other stuff like that. Um, but what I love about her is, uh, she is like, at some points, like there's dangerous situations happening and she's like talking to her friends while they're on a deep mission to find Atlantis. Um, uh, just, she's just so wonderful as a character. Every time she's on screen, she cracks you up. This was a movie that I had problems, um, figuring out which character I wanted to, to choose. Cause I honestly could have made this list. Characters from Atlantis that I really, really like. Um, because um, uh, you've got uh, uh, Vinny S uh, Santorini, uh, who's a demolitions expert. Just wonderful. Um, Kida is, of course, uh, the prince of Atlantis. Uh, uh, Mind-boggling that she is not uh, used more in the, uh, in the Disney universe. You've got um, Audrey Ramirez, who's a Puerto Rican mechanic. Uh, another really great character. And I love, um, I love, um, uh, we've got uh, uh, Dr. Joshua Strongbear Sweet, who's a medic, a big African-American and Native American dude. There's just, there's so many great, great, great characters. But I went with Mil Wilhelmina Bertha Packard because um, <laughs> my, my, my favorite, uh, uh, just with how she is described as an elderly, sarcastic, chain-smoking radio operator. 
Um, Florence Stanley, who voices her, felt that Packard was uh, was very cynical and secure. She does her job, and when she is not busy, she does anything that she wants. So, <laughs> just just delightful. Um, once again, I will push. Uh, if you have not watched Atlantis: The Lost Empire, uh, you are you are missing out. Do yourself a favor. Uh, there are a lot of hilarious characters in this one, including Wilhelmina Bertha Packard. All righty. And number one on my list is Long John Silver from Treasure Planet. Um, uh, Treasure Planet is another movie um, that uh, does not often get its... Um, Get its praise. Um, it is by, uh, you know, directed by uh, John Musker and Ron Clements, who uh, you will know from Little Mermaid, Hercules, Aladdin, uh, Princess and the Frog. Uh, they did Moana. So, I mean, this is a Great Mouse Detective. So this was kind of um, like a big miss on their end. But what I love about this movie in general is, you know, it, obviously it's based on Treasure Island. Um, so if you're a fan of like you know Treasure Island, uh, you can go with that. But um, I, what I what I love about um, uh, the character of um, uh, John Silver is he his design is 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 wonderful. Where he's uh, he's like this half cyborg person, um, and uh, it, it, similar to how the um, you know, the, the, you know, Treasure Island goes, um, you know that he's a bad guy, but also he's a very, very likable bad guy. And that makes him really, really fun to, to root for. Um, and even at the end of his defeat, like he still is like cheering on Jim Hawkins. Um, and, and really, I think becomes attached to Jim Hawkins, the main character and really cares for him, but also is torn by, he has to, um, he has to go about with this mutiny to find this treasure and all this other stuff. So um, the other thing that he has is, is it, what, I, what I love about this movie, and I'm kind of cheating here to put this in there, but I don't care. Um, instead of a parrot, he has a little like pink blob whose name is Morph. And uh, Morph is a, uh, a delightfully cute character. Again, a one that I do not understand why is not featured more because I think if people figured out who Morph was and how cute he was, uh, people would want all kinds of Morph things. Like, just Google Morph right now and tell me you don't want, like, a little plush toy of, of little Morph. Um, I would be in. I'm, I'm I just... Get me all the morph things. And I'm, I'm pretty sure when, when Treasure Planet came out, there probably was a morph uh, plush toy. So, um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is, my, um, that is my top ten list of very, very, very obscure Disney characters. Um, hey, if you, if I miss one, which I know I did because there's a ton of obscure characters, uh, if there's one that you like, I would love it if you would um, uh, post in the Facebook group, uh, you know, comment when we uh, will post out like, hey, this is the episode for the week. Uh, please, absolutely. Um, make sure that you uh, let me know what character that is that is really obscure that you like. Um, if you're on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it or whatever Elon Musk wants to call it, 
um, tweet at me, at SorcererMatt. Um, that's a nice way to kind of keep track of everything that I'm doing on the interwebs, including this podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to hear, like, what characters do you think, or do you think I'm totally off base? Uh, please let me know. Um, so again, kind of upcoming schedule, we're getting into Halloween, so we'll have some spooky things coming up. Uh, we, you know, we just had Haunted Mansion, and we've got some other spooky things that are planned, I think. I don't know. Uh, we'll do stuff. And then we got, you know, holidays are coming up fast, so we'll, we'll, we'll launch into our holiday episodes, uh, which I am excited for. We are under three months until Christmas. Watch out, everybody. Um, uh, as always, um, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can uh, email us, beersandyears1928 at gmail.com. And uh, you can uh, uh, Facebook group, Beers and Ears Podcast. Um, as always, we're brought to you by Casey Woolley. Uh, 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 sorry, Magical Memories by Casey Woolley. CaseyWoolley.com. Um, part of the reason that Casey is down there in the parks right now is to make sure that he can inform you the best about your trip. And so, um, take advantage of that. Um, uh, and he, he will have the full report next week when he comes back. We'll also probably do another smaller topic, so it's not just Casey's recap of his trip. We'll have something else as well. Um, we always find delightful things to talk about. Um, so, hey, it's been great flying solo with you all today. Um, hopefully I, I touched on a movie that made you go, oh, that character, oh, that movie, I haven't seen that one in so long, and you're going to watch it on Disney Plus tonight. Um, I'm kind of thinking that I'm going to do that uh, with, uh, uh, with something, because, you know, uh, I just, I, I got to watch some Treasure Planet now. That's, that's the moral of this story. I need to go watch some Treasure Planet. So, thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you all uh, next week. Bye, everyone.